I started off the episode on a really good note by almost dying to this enderman. Oh my god! Oh jeez! Oh my god! Oh and it's because I wasn't wearing my chest plate, I was wearing the elytra. So that was a good, uh, good, good start to the episode. One hit away from death. Um, yeah. I chose a random spot in the wall and I started to dig out where the sugarcane farm would be. And just like that, I had finished digging out where the sugarcane farm would be. But I quickly realized that it wasn't nearly as big as I would like it to be. So I turned it into an oval by extending it 10 blocks. And while I did this, I ran into the river that was surrounding my base. There was actually a lot of water that I needed to clear out, and I didn't really feel like placing blocks to get rid of it all. So let's see if you can guess what I did next. Did I A. Suck it up and place the blocks? B. Use sand or gravel to make clearing it a lot easier? Or C. Something so genius that I'm not even allowed to put it on the list? And that's right, the answer is C. Wow. I flew to the nearest ocean monument and I stole some of their sponges. Luckily for me, right off their entrance was a room full of sponges, so I was actually able to just run in there and grab a bunch of them before getting minor fatigue. So then I flew back to the base, smelted the sponges, and placed them in the water. Not gonna lie, it probably took me more time to get the sponges than it would have had I just filled it in with blocks, but this way was a lot cooler. Nice. After doing that, I filled in the sand where the sugarcane would be, and I filled the area beside the sand with water. I did some quick maths, Boom, quick maths. and figured out that I would need just under two stacks of each material for the build. That included pistons, observers, redstone, and sugarcane. I had enough to make the pistons, but I didn't have enough nether quartz to make the observers that I needed. So I spent some time in the nether with my fortune pickaxe, just mining some nether quartz. And when I got the nether quartz I needed, I checked back with the recipe and noticed I didn't have enough cobblestone. Huh? Um, yeah. Never thought I'd go strip mining for cobblestone, but here we are. I did actually find two veins of diamonds though, so I can't really complain too much about that. And then I missed a block clutch. Uh-oh. weird. I finally had enough cobblestone to make two stacks of observers, so I crafted them and then I continued building the sugarcane farm. I covered the water with smooth stone, and then I placed the redstone down between the pistons. I then placed the pistons down, and then I placed the observers. Finally, I placed more smooth stone between the observers, and somehow an invisible wandering trader got in my way. Uh, yeah. So I kindly asked him to move, and then I continued. I'll quickly explain how this farm works because it's actually different than you might be expecting. When the sugarcane grows at the top layer, the observer detects it and powers the block behind it. Since the block being powered is diagonal to the piston, it actually bud powers the piston. So all we need to do is update the piston to get it to extend. When the block gets powered, it powers the redstone right beneath it and that updates the piston making it extend. Which is different than pretty much every tutorial you'll see online because in almost every other farm, when one sugarcane grows up to the top, every single piston will extend breaking down every sugarcane. Okay. 
I don't want to have 24 pistons extending at the exact same time in my world, so this way is much better. Anyway, now I needed a way to collect the sugar cane when it breaks, so I broke all the sand I had just placed, and then I placed rails underneath. I put a powered rail on a hopper at both of the ends of the track, that way when the hopper reaches one of the ends, it'll deposit some of the sugar cane it has and then bounce right back. I added some more powered rail in random spots of the track, and then I replaced all the sand. And I was one piece of sand short. So I grabbed a chunk of sand from the wall and I used that. And I watched in absolute awe as the hopper minecart traveled along the track. Oh my gosh, that is, that is epic. The final step of the farm was placing in the sugarcane, and once I did that, it was fully up and running. I tested the collection system with some cobblestone, and sure enough, when the minecart got around to it, it picked up the cobblestone and deposited it into the hoppers. So now I had a fully operational automatic sugarcane farm. It's really ugly, but I guess technically it works. <laughs> just like your mom. Believe it or not though, I actually don't want it to be ugly. So I started the mission formerly known as the mission to make the sugarcane farm not look so freaking ugly by adding lights and decorations and other things. Um, I'll admit it's not a very succinct name, but it's definitely what I wanted to do. Anyway, I start the mission by trying to find some lights. I wanted to use sea lanterns, which meant I would need to go back to the ocean monument. And I had a feeling I would actually need to take over the entire monument. So I also brought some doors along with me because just like in real life, doors will uh, save you from drowning. As expected, I got minor fatigue before I could get any of the lanterns, so I began the hunt for the giant white pufferfish. I, uh, forgot what they're called. I managed to kill them all pretty quickly, and so I drank my milk, and then I tried to mine the sea lanterns, but I forgot to bring my silk touch pickaxe. I picked up a bunch of them, and then I flew back to the base, and I placed them by the sugar cane. The next thing I wanted to do to the farm was add a roof, so I tested out some different colored glass, and decided that the regular glass would look the best. So I broke the roof, and placed in the glass. When I was done with the glass, I placed a bunch of smooth stone slabs around it to copy what I did with the main part of the base. And this is what it looks like so far. Wow! I think using blocks of iron instead of the smooth stone slabs would look a lot nicer, but I don't have enough iron. So maybe when we get an iron farm going, we can replace all the smooth stone with iron blocks.
Now all I needed to do for the sugarcane farm was make a design for the floor and the walls. And since the farm is on the same layer as the villager trading hall, I figured it would only make sense to make them look similar. To do that, I would need to get a lot of wood and my axe is almost broken. So I collected nether quartz until I got to level 30. And of course I decided to do some pointless parkour. I then made a diamond axe, enchanted it, and only got unbreaking three. Then I got a bunch of wood. On my way back to the farm, I saw this baby zombie just chilling in my pond. Hello everyone! I don't know what it was doing, but it wouldn't attack me for some reason. Um, so he became my friend. I named him Blue. Anyway, I went through a bunch of different designs for the floor, but I couldn't really get anything that looked decent. But eventually I just decided on this gradient of spruce, then birch, and then birch planks. I then started to dig out the walls and also struggled to find a decent design, until eventually I just went with the simple stripped spruce logs on the top and bottom and birch planks in between them. I needed to add some more lighting, so I just went with redstone lamps. And that was it for the decorations. So from the outside, this is how it looks. Uh, just don't look at the side of the farm. That is a problem for future me. All I had left to do was make a storage system and checking on the hoppers, they're already starting to overflow. So I dug out a tunnel connecting the two hoppers and then I dug out one of the walls to put the chests in. This is how the storage system will work. When the sugarcane goes in the hoppers, oh shit. When the sugarcane is harvested, it'll eventually make its way to the dropper, which is set up to continually send the sugarcane up into a hopper line that's connected to the storage area. The only time the system won't work is if the dropper is almost completely full and that's never going to happen. So this will work perfectly for us. I built the same system in the hardcore world, and then I built up a water elevator which connected to the storage area. So I made as many hoppers as I could, and I only had one iron ingot left. So now I have 37 times as many diamonds as I do iron. Luckily, I had the exact number of hoppers that I needed, so I filled in the tunnel, and the sugarcane farm was now officially complete. Now it's finally time to start making over 2,000 pieces of TNT to blow up my base. Before doing that though, let's just check out what's in this barrel of betrayal. What's this? Oh, it's the 50% of people watching this right now that aren't currently subscribed. What are you doing? Hmm? The hardest thing about making 2,000 pieces of TNT is getting the gunpowder, because every TNT needs 5 pieces of gunpowder, which means I need to get 10,000 gunpowder. <laughs> Luckily Shulkercraft came up with this design for a really efficient mob farm, so to get the gunpowder I really just had to copy that. But um, I needed hoppers for the farm, so I went strip mining for iron. It actually didn't end up taking too long and I found a decent amount of diamonds. Uh, I don't really know what I'm gonna use the diamonds for at this point, but you know, they're nice to have I guess. I found a zombie spawner and it had 3 pieces of gunpowder in it. I just needed 9,997 more. I couldn't help myself from doing unnecessary parkour, and that led to my helmet breaking. I did actually find an axolotl, so I just put him in my bucket. At this point I didn't have a helmet and I had an arrow sticking out of my head, so I figured it was probably time to go back. Also, let me know in the comments what you think I should name the axolotl. I made all the things I would need to make the farm, including hoppers, repeaters, soul campfires, and dispensers, and then I head off in the desert to build it, doing some completely pointless parkour. 
This mob farm is going to be a huge eyesore, so I decided to build it right in the middle of this village, which is also right next to the pit that I used to collect my sand. This uh, house got in the way, so I just tore it down. Before you call me a terrible person, I didn't wake him up at all, um, which meant I was a good person. I needed a ton of building material for the farm, so I figured it was probably best to just use the sandstone. After finally finishing the build, I added the redstone, placed in the soul campfires to kill the mobs, and placed all the water into the dispensers. I built an AFK area about 90 blocks above the top of the farm, and then I finally turned it on. For the first test, I spent 10 minutes AFK, and I came down to see that the collection area was exploded. A creeper must have blown up, but I don't really know how that could have happened. I was trying to fix it, but then I saw a giant horde of zombies behind In the 10 minutes I was AFK, the farm actually made 252 gunpowder. If we extrapolated that data, that meant that I would need to AFK for a little bit under 7 hours to get the gunpowder I needed. Now the concern is getting enough sand. I'm going to need 8,000 pieces, which is a lot. Um, yeah. While I was collecting sand, I saw a villager that somehow got in here with me. I don't know when he came in, but I know when he's leaving. Uh, never. Because I, I, I trapped him in there. Yeah, I was going to need to spend around 8 hours between going AFK at the farm and mining sand. So while I do that, let's head back to the base and dig out the area where I'll place the TNT. I used my staircase to the mineshaft to get to around Y level 45, and then I started to dig out a box. This box was huge. I had done a lot of math and testing to figure out how much TNT I needed and where it needed to go in order to get the explosion that I was looking for. So after doing that work, all I needed to do was dig it out. And just like that, I dug out the area that will soon be completely filled with TNT. It was a big area. Uh, yeah, this explosion is definitely going to be huge. Now that that's done, let's check back with the past version of myself to see where I'm at with the TNT. It had taken about 8 hours of mindless work, but I finally had enough TNT to fill up the hole. So I head back to the base, doing pointless parkour in the form of taking off my elytra mid-flight. Oh no! and I smashed my face down in the pond and then I started placing the TNT. Even just placing the TNT took way too much time. This was really a huge project that took a lot of effort, so please if you can like the video and check that you're subscribed, that would really mean a lot. I had finally filled the hole I dug with TNT, 
so I got ready to blow it up. I was planning on just lighting it with flint and steel myself, so I made sure I would have a clean way of getting out without dying. And then I hopped in with my flint and steel and lit it. When it was blown up, I hopped down there to check out the damage. And it is perfect for the plans I have for the base. There were a ton of mobs though, so I had to spend a lot of time lighting up the area and taking care of the mobs. I saw the floating diamonds right at the 5 minute mark, so they despawned before I could pick them up. This is so sad. Uh, like the video if you're sad. The exploded area was perfect for doing pointless parkour, so I spent some time just doing that. Thank you to Julie for following my Twitter, and thank you to Nymetria on Instagram for the fan art. I hope that's how you pronounce it. Also, I'm planning to start live streaming this series on Twitch, so if you'd be interested in that, then make sure you follow me on Twitch. It'll be the top link in the description. That's going to do it for this episode. If you enjoyed, then make sure you like and subscribe, and if you didn't, then why are you still watching this? Make sure you follow me on Twitter, join my Discord, turn on post notifications, and yeah. Alright, peace.